Hey everybody, it's Thursday and broadcasting here from my studio in Greater Federal Way, Washington. Looking out at the sky right now, it's a uh, it's it's a little bit more of a Seattle looking day. We've had a beautiful last week, week and a half, but today's a little bit more gray. Not raining right now, but it's looking and it's cooler. It's looking more like Seattle. But I just wanted to, once again, it's Malcolm, and I wanted to uh, just say thank you very much for joining me again today. And today I'm going to talk about, taking a look through the years, I saw Paul McCartney in four totally different incarnations. First, first was in 1966 as a Beatle. Next was in 1976 as a Wing. Then I saw him in 1990 as Paul and his band. And in 2002 is Paul and his band. So kind of going through each of those shows, those eras. Uh, the 1966, I did I pretty much covered that on a previous podcast. Hopefully you caught that. Or you might want to go back and listen. It then take us forward 10 years to 1976. This is when he was really having a lot of success with his next band, Wings, he actually did really well with Wings in the 70s and even some early 80s, if I recall correctly. But in 76, he was uh, with Wings at the Seattle Kingdom. And I just remember, of course, the place was totally sold out, huge. And side note, n none of the previous bands that had played the Kingdom were able to get a very good sound because it was a huge coliseum made of concrete. So it really wasn't the best acoustically for music. But of course, Paulie, Mr. McCartney, he rolled in there with truckloads and truckloads and truckloads of, at the time, the top gear available. And they were able to fill, the, fill it up pretty well and sounded great. So I remember that when the lights went down, of course, total chaos. And the spotlight just went on Paul's face primarily. And he was singing, quietly singing, the opening intro of the song Venus and Mars. And then the band kicked in with the rock and roll part of it, and it was wild. And the lights all went on. You saw the entire band, and they rocked it. They just The place went crazy. And after that, when they, they rolled right into, they segged right into Jet. And they did a great live version of Jet with horns and everything. It was awesome. And a side note, my cousin Greg and his wife Pat, if you guys are listening, if you're listening to my podcast, they showed up early that afternoon, before, well before the show started, and they said Paul and Linda and the band walked out onto the roof of the kingdom and looked out at the fans and waved. They said that was, to them, almost really the high point, even, even cooler than the show. It was a little more personal, I think. Then taking you a few years, another 14 years forward, my goodness, 1990, again, the Seattle Kingdom, and this was their, kind of, they were touring behind the album Flowers in the Dirt, which, by the way, is a great album. I like it more now than I did then. It's got a lot of great songs on it. Of course, the big hit at the time was My Brave Face. There's a lot of other really good songs, really good chestnuts on that album, great album. But yeah, the 1990 Seattle Kingdom show was a great show. Paul was still looking good, sang awesome. His band was powerful. But some kind of side notes. These were very cool memoirs that I haven't forgotten. He and Linda stayed at the Carillon Point in Kirkland at the time. 
And I found out later that one of my friend's husband watched his kids in Paul and Linda's suite in Kirkland while Paul and Linda played the show at the Kingdom. How cool would that have been? And here's what's interesting is this guy is a lot younger than me, and at the time, of course, a lot younger than me. He wasn't impressed. He wasn't a Paul McCartney fan, but he gets to go to their room, their suite, and watch their kids. And he obviously met Paul and Linda, but he wasn't impressed. Unbelievable. Man, I would have been in awe. <laughs> and a side note, for the, again, the 1990 Kingdom show, that same a memoir is my dad was for years with the Bon Marche in Bellingham. My dad will be gone 10 years here, just around the corner. I can't believe that. Miss you. Miss you, dad. Love my dad. Um, basically, he told me at the time that the Bon Marche Seattle had a dinner for their top salespeople. And in walked Paul and Linda, who happened to be in town for the 1990 show of Seattle Kingdom, and congratulated all the... They kind of walked through the room and <laughs> congratulated everybody. So... How cool would that have been? And then finally in 2002, my brother-in-law and I, John, if you're listening in here, my brother-in-law, John, he's an awesome guitar player, singer, and I do, I sing and play keyboards. And we've worked together through the years as well. But back to the, the 2002 show, we were out to dinner with our wives, just the four of us, John and I and our wives. And at the spur of the moment, it was right around my birthday or close to it, at the spur of the moment, John, I said, hey, let's just jump in the car, the two of us, and we'll drive over to the Tacoma Dome and see if there are any tickets left. There were tickets, and we got in, and we barely walked in and sat down, and Paul and band kicked in with their the, in, the entry song, the opening song, which was Hello, Goodbye, the old, Beatles, the old Beatles hit. And Paul was 60 at the time. He still looked so young. I'll never forget that. It's very, very cool. Anyway, that's kind of my some personal memoirs of over the years with, with Maka. Maka. I saw him four times and all really, really, all really, really great shows, each in their own right. Again, I want to say thank you for joining me on this podcast broadcast, and I appreciate all of you. We shall talk 